0: It's Kathy, and I am here at Paranormal Tower. For the first time in many months, I'm here doing Paranormal Tower in Paranormal Tower. Outside, from time to time, you are going to hear helicopters overhead. You might hear some shouts. You might even hear some shots. Because I am here in Asbury Park, and it is now June 2nd very early morning hours of June 2nd, 2020, the year the earth tilted. I think oftentimes we don't know when we are in history. And of course we're always in history, but we don't know when we're in history with a capital H, but we know it tonight. June second, 2020, on the East Coast of the United States of America, we are well and firmly in capital history. We are at the end of a pandemic, or perhaps we're at the lull of a pandemic. We have spent almost three months isolated separated from our fellow man and yet for some of us we are more in and connected to our community than ever before we have watched unbelievable acts of sacrifice and bravery we have watched unbelievable acts of selfishness and foolishness and frankly stupidity we have seen Inconvenience mistaken for oppression. And we have seen the callousness of that mistake lead to true oppression. We have watched our country smolder and we have watched it catch fire. And regardless of what political side you stand on, you stand firmly in capital history. It's a fascinating time and for those of us a little bit older, perhaps a little bit more economically safe, it's an interesting time. (coughs) For others of us it's a terrifying time and for those of us who have always stood on the outside of the mainstream It's a precipice of change. It could be the change for good. It should be the change for good. And for everyone out there, wherever you stand and whatever you think, please understand that the American experiment has always (coughs) been successful and better. When more people are included in its promise. But I am alone at Paranormal Tower. (coughs) Excuse me. And I'm here because I'm here to protect it. I'm here to protect my shop, although there's nothing in the shop that's not replaceable. Someone asked me, if I would be in support of a movement if my business here on Cookman Avenue ended up in the rubble of progress. And I wanted to be certain that I still would be for progress. And so I came here last night with the intent to protect my business and as much of it as I possibly could. Um, But also understanding that it might be sacrificed to um, to justifiable overreaching anger and violence. But it wasn't so far. But I'm here tonight with a fire extinguisher in the hopes that should a fire be set that I can put it out. And that doesn't sound like a bad thing. Figuratively and literally. But it does mean that I'm here in the museum because there's nothing in the museum that is replaceable. Everything in the museum is unique. Everything in the museum is imbued with the spirit of the people who gave it to me. And I don't necessarily only mean the spirits like haunting spirits, but I mean, These are artifacts that that are part of people's lives. Things that they loved, things that they loathed, things that they carried with them through their lives that had meaning, and they have been entrusted to me. And I take that very seriously. And so I came here tonight to defend those and to protect them. And the funny thing is, is that I believe me being here and the charged atmosphere has led to some strange phenomena. I don't often talk about the artifacts as artifacts. A lot of times I'll tell you stories if there's a, a, a kind of beginning, middle, and an end to a story. Something that you know that, that is encapsulated in a traditional type of story. But tonight I just want to talk to you about what's happening to me while I'm here. So it is 1 11 a.m. Uh, in the morning, and I am hearing what sounds like footsteps directly below me in the museum moving back and forth. I also heard this last night. Last night I went downstairs to actually check on it. Tonight I am not because I am fully confident that there is nobody down there. One of the artifacts that we have in the museum is, or one of the exhibits that we have, is actually a series of artifacts. Virtually everything in the museum is is an artifact. So even the chairs and the things that you are able to sit on and move with um, come with some um, story or some association with haunting. But one of the exhibits that I have downstairs is a uh, display casket. Um, from the 1890s. It's beautiful. It's incredibly well-preserved. Um, and it looks to be a child's casket, but it's not. It's, it's actually a sample casket that would have been used to showcase the quality of work of a particular casket maker, or I should say... No, casket maker. I'm sorry. It, it is a cat, I'm sorry. I just saw something in the out of my eye. Um, coffin maker. I should say, it is not a casket, it is a coffin. Um, And the difference between the two is we are, in contemporary times, we predominantly see caskets, which are large rectangular shapes. Uh, A coffin will have a vaguely kind of human shape with the triangular uh, top. Um, And within this coffin is a uh, death mask that has a reputation for being haunted. Um, As well, and it's a very moving, very, very, very lifelike um, death mask. But on top of it is a series of memento moris from a young child who died in 1807. Her name was Alice, and we have a sampler that she worked on. Um, We believe she was probably five or six years of age when she passed away. But we also have these tiny little shoes that look like they were her. Uh, baby shoes or her toddler shoes. And they've been stuffed with kind of potpourri bags or like pillow bags to maintain their shape. Um, And they would have been with her mother uh, throughout her mother's life and then obviously handed down generation to generation during the family because they are about 215 years old, 213 years old. Um, The shoes have been on top of that casket or that coffin for about six months. I will tell you, and I'm not ashamed to say it, I don't do a ton of dusting. I'm not a duster. Um, I kind of like the idea of there being a couple of cobwebs in the paranormal museum, although I don't want there to be filth, of course. Um, But yesterday when I went downstairs, I did a quick walk through because it sounded like something had fallen. Um, And I was concerned that maybe Something had been thrown against the window or something had fallen and I was afraid that it would break But mainly I just wanted to satisfy myself that nobody was down there. And when I went down there I did a quick kind of look through of um, All of the artifacts but focusing particularly on those in the middle because those are where there are things that could fall and I looked at the shoes specifically because they're you know, located three feet off the ground, and they were still exactly where they've always been. And so I didn't think much of it. Um, It confirmed my suspicions that the sounds that I were hearing were not easily um, explained or not commonly explained. Um, I'm not going to say that they were necessarily paranormal in nature, but they certainly were not easily explained in another way. And I came up here and I crashed on the couch. Um, and then today, uh, I went downstairs and I was doing some work in the museum. And I was actually setting up a camera to face outwards in the event that there was some violence um, that was committed. Or or honestly, in, in the event that there was some wonderful thing that was, you know, that was marched past the shop, I wanted to be able to memorialize that as well. And I once again walked past the casket and the coffin, excuse me, and I looked at the shoes and the shoes had moved. And I don't mean like they got knocked over and I don't mean like they slid. I mean something had taken a step forward because... There was a clear spot in the dust where the shoe had lifted up and been placed about three inches or two and a half inches in front of it. And then the other one as well. So there was literally dust and then a clean spot. Now, that doesn't sound like much, but I'm here alone in this building and I know nobody else was here and I know nobody moved that and I know I didn't move it and so there is very little explanation that that I have other than activity within the building itself um, was reignited because of my presence here now does that mean that things haven't been happening the whole time no it it doesn't mean that But, but I mean I have cameras on here all the time and and I haven't had any kind of activity. I haven't gotten a ton of updates. I have gotten sounds. I have gotten motion detectors and things like that, but nothing, nothing really visual like we've had in the past. The exciting thing is that tomorrow we're actually pulling up an artifact out of our isolation chamber and bringing it into the same room. And we're going to investigate the artifact as it's being repaired. But I am particularly curious about these shoes. And the reason is is that I've never associated a child with them, and I've always associated the activity with those artifacts as the grief of the mother and the father. But if in fact something is taking steps, it seems like it might be more than just residual. So I'm curious as to what's going to happen. And I hope that if you're listening to this, that you tune back in because I plan on sharing with you what happens in the next investigation. And also, if you happen to listen to this on June 2nd, um, and you go to our Facebook page, which is Paranormal New Jersey, uh, we will be Facebook-living the investigation that I'm talking about. Um, I hope you guys are doing great. I hope everything is going well. Um, I hope that if you have a story that you share it with me by going to 732-737-9122. Um, and I, or going to my story, uh, um, yes, my story at paranormaltower.com. The reason is, is that if I use your story, you'll definitely get some awesome swag out of it. I'll definitely send you something. And if you enjoy our stories and you enjoy our investigations and you want to be supportive of the Paranormal Museum, you can become a member by going to Paranormal by going to Paranormaltower.com and choosing a membership there, or by going to patreon.com forward slash paranormal and becoming a patron. Um Any little bit's gonna help, but if you can't, then we just appreciate your support and we appreciate you sharing Paranormal Tower. So make sure that you download uh, your podcast, make sure that you uh, subscribe, make sure you give us a five-star review because that really helps us grow the podcast. And please don't forget to reach out to us on social media. I hope you guys are having a great day. I hope you're safe and you're sound. And I hope uh, that The next time we speak, um, we find you exactly the same way. So until we meet again, keep your eyes, your ears, and most importantly, your heart wide open.